Thanks for tuning in to Product Forward. I'm Nathan Snell, and today we're talking about how to beat your competitors and playing soccer. I really enjoy competition. You know, whether it's business or sports or video games, which I probably play too much of still, you know, I just, I really enjoy good competition. Because to me, while it's fun to win, if there wasn't too much of a fight, right, if there wasn't that back and forth, that struggle, you know, the satisfaction is just, is just smaller. You know, not to say that I don't enjoy winning, I do, but, you know, to me, there's just a certain level of satisfaction where, whether it's a, a sports game or in business, you know, or again, a video game, you know, the, the satisfaction of being able to really beat your opponent, of predict their moves and come out on top is just that much higher when you've got a really great competitor to fight against. And though you would never be able to tell now, I did play soccer or football for my international friends for many years growing up, both on recreational teams and competitive teams. And one thing that I always remembered from playing soccer is that my, one of my best years came from not being on a team that had a bunch of all-star players, but actually from being on a team that played its game best. And part of the trick was actually how we in fact learned to play our best game, you know, how we learned what our game even was. It's funny, I can still remember it like it was yesterday because it was just such a, a seminal moment in my mind um, and, and really changed a lot of how I, how I even think about competition as a whole. Because what happened was every day we practiced, that our coach actually took at least 30 minutes of that practice and split us up into two teams. There is a blue team and there is a red team. And the blue team was supposed to run all the plays that we commonly practiced and the things that we worked through. And the red team was supposed to be the team that knew, because obviously it was just half of our team, all of the plays that we would normally be doing. And their goal was to try to exploit everything about what they knew we were going to do. That was the goal of the red team. And I will admit that at the beginning, being on the blue team was really frustrating and very challenging. And there's elements of that challenge I personally enjoyed, right, getting to rise to that occasion but it was also just frustrating at times because I knew that the other team had a really good idea of the kinds of plays I was going to be running, not dissimilar to what happens in business. But what we found was that after about two weeks, you know, the blue team as we were playing it began to evolve and grow in two really important ways. The first, as you might suspect, was our adaptability. And that's a really important characteristic for a business and a team to learn because, frankly, we have to be adaptable in this environment. But we'll spend more time on that in, in a future episode. The second and really important one that I want to focus on is that what, we started, what started to happen over time was we began to spend less time thinking and focusing on the red team and what they might do because we knew that they already knew our strategies. So what started to evolve you know, out of the blue team was a better understanding for the actual game that the blue team wanted to play. Or to describe it a little bit differently, the blue team began to understand, we began to get this feel for what our game was and how we wanted to play our game. And that transition became really important because suddenly our focus began to be less on the red team and more on our end goal. And our focus began as a result to be more about how do we play our game and what's best about our team and what's unique about our team and how do we control the flow of the game to best play to our style as opposed to spending all this time focusing on the red team just because we knew that they happened to know our, play, know our plays. 
Now, because I'm a strategy buff, I'll toss this in really quickly, which is, you know, I actually learned many years later that uh, what we just talked through is actually a wargaming concept. So in wargaming, there's actually a team that's called the red team. And the red team, as we just talked through, you know, is actually um, their goal is to be your opposition. It's to be a counterpoint. It's to exploit your weaknesses so that way, ultimately, they can prevail over you. But really with the point of, of showing the weaknesses that the opposing team may have. So that, so that they can be strengthened. And I don't know if my coach in soccer knew that or not, but it, it's certainly a, an interesting fact and obviously a story that, that's really kept with me. I digress some with my, with my fun factoid there. Because really, the, the reason that I wanted to share the, the red team story is because so often I see product managers begin to focus wholly on the market and its competition. And don't get me wrong, knowing our competitors is so important. It helps us understand the landscape that we're playing in, and as product managers, you know, it helps us get a feel for the different things that are going on in the market for what customers might ask for. But what we need to make sure of is that we don't fall into the trap of only paying attention to our competitors. Because our competitors aren't the most important thing. Our customers are. And the reason that it's so deadly for products to focus on competitors too much is because it means that suddenly when we do that, when we focus on our competitors too much, it means that we have shifted our focus. And we're supposed to be most concerned about our customers. And when we're focused on our customers wholly, it means that we're able to move forward best what's most valuable to them. It means that we're able to innovate, right? We're able to prioritize and make the hard priority decisions based on understanding the requests that our customers have made, not somebody else's, and based on being able to think about what are those things that we also think might really delight them and surprise them and deliver benefits and value that maybe they weren't expecting. But that only comes from a focus on the customer. The contrast of that is super important, which is obviously focusing on the competitor. And the challenge is that when you're focused too much on your competitor, much like what we described in the Red Team story, is it means that you're spending time playing your competitor's game. And what that does is it sucks your focus away from your customer and you start spending more time focusing on features instead of on the value that your customers are going to get. And you spend more time focusing on feature parity and playing catch up instead of thinking about how do you drive the value forward for your customer. Because when you start to shift that focus back to the customer, what happens is you begin to leapfrog your competitor. You begin to get to play your game, and then what happens is awesome, because that actually starts to apply pressure to your competitor. And the pressure that you put on your competition is actually what creates the same temptation and the same tension for them to stop playing their game and to start playing your game. And it's rare that a company playing their own game isn't the best at it. As we come back to the idea of the red teams, I'm going to ask you to ask yourself this question. And this is a question that, frankly, I ask myself on a monthly basis, if not more frequently. And it's, if you're going to beat your product, what would you do to beat it? Right? If you were going to take on your own company, how would you beat your company in its current form? But then I want you to take one step further and ask yourself another question as you focus on the customer. And that question is, what is the game that you want your competitors to be playing? Because those two questions are really powerful together. 
oftentimes people stop at the question of, how would I beat myself? But they don't often go far enough in saying, okay, as I think about how I might, how I might beat myself, how do, I, how do I then set myself up? How do I set my product up, my company up to create this trap, right? This environment where my competitor, my competitors begin to play the game that I want them to. Because as long as your competitors are playing your game, it means they're not playing their own. And like we said at the, you know, just a few minutes ago, you're, you should be the best at playing your game. And the more people that you can get to play your game instead of theirs means the more times you're going to win. So look at your roadmaps, think about what you're prioritizing, focus on the customer, and ask yourself those questions. Thank you again for tuning in, and don't forget to hit subscribe, and if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a line on productforward.fm.